Good morning, baby gamers. This is Breaking the Lore, a show where two girlfriends dig deep to find the weirdest and most obscure bits of trivia. I'm Nissa's girlfriend, Sarah. And I'm Sarah's girlfriend, Nissa. So buckle up, because tonight's episode is... Gotta go fast. It's Sonic. The Hedgehog. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog, not Sonic the Restaurant. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, 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 we don't have any... Um, does, does Sonic Drive-In have lore? There's those commercials with those two dudes, and they seem to have a weird relationship, and I want to get into that. I mean, yeah, I guess we could analyze those commercials. I don't think we could do it for, like, over an hour, but I, I th- think we could. Do you think they're married? Maybe. No, I think they mention a wife in one or two commercials. I feel like they do, but I can't remember for sure. <laughs> I, I, I think it's one of those things where he's like, the wife doesn't let me have blizzards at home, so I have to drink them in the drive-thru or something like that. Like Blizzards? From Dairy Queen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to Sonic. They have Sonic Blasts. They're the same thing as Blizzards, but they're called Sonic Blasts. I've neither been to Dairy Queen nor to Sonic, so forgive me for messing up the Blasts and the the Blizzards. (laughs) That'll change, I promise. Okay, take me to Sonic. I have a Sonic Sonic. nearby that I could go to. I like Sonic. I think they have that like blue drink. Do they have like like tater tots or something? They have tater tots, yeah. But like, like ones that they advertise. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're doing too much about Sonic the Restaurant, though. Oh, fuck yeah, this was supposed to be a Sonic the Hedgehog episode. Yeah, this isn't Sonic the Restaurant. Okay, the well, um... So ever, I guess... Have you ever played a Sonic game? Well, well, no. I mean, I've... Well, okay. I've seen the Sonic the Hedgehog movie... And I've watched a bunch of Sonic X. That's enough. Is it? Yeah. What about you? I've played a handful of Sonic games. I own a lot of them. And I've only played a little of each. There's, I think the only Sonic game I've like played start to finish is Sonic Mania. But I've played here and there a lot of other ones. Um. <gasps> Oh, I was just going to say, actually, I have played a Sonic game. Well, like, I've played, like, a level or two of a Sonic game. Okay. It was it was that one, it was on the Wii U, and it had the, like, big, beefy dude with horns as, like, oh, the bad one. guy. Yeah. He was really forgettable. Yeah. Um, and, I don't know, I, I played, like, maybe, like, one or two chapters. I don't remember if it was chapters or levels, but I think I beat two of the bosses. Well, that's good. Okay, so you've played. I haven't played any of that one. Um, so we've we've it wasn't played good. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think it prepared me for this episode or taught me no. any Sonic lore. I think I learned a lot more from Sonic X, but I don't think either of us really qualify as Sonic the Hedgehog experts. But I feel like that's okay. I know he runs fast, and he runs he's a so funny... fast funny little pointy man he rolls around at the speed of sound he sure does he's yeah. got a got some friends he's got places to go gotta follow a my rainbow a helicopter fox man and a can't stick around boy with spikes on his fist have to keep moving on Come. i don't know this song so i can't <laughs> sing it with you <laughs> okay, it's fine. not the sonic x theme song so i can't 
contribute to this conversation. Okay, that's fine. Just trust me and we can escape from the city. Oh, it's City Escape. That's Yeah, that's Escape Smash from Bros. the City, City Escape. It is in Smash Bros. Yeah, okay. Okay. I've pl- uh, okay, I've played the Sonic stages in Smash Bros. Oh, hey, yeah. I've played a lot of Smash okay. Bros. Yeah, I-, I read the descriptions of the Sonic trophies. Mm-hmm. You know what? Spirits should have descriptions, I think. Yeah, they really should. Kind of beating a dead horse on that one, but they really should. Sakurai, call me. I'll write them for you. Sakurai, I won't because I don't know that much, but I'll read them. <laughs> okay, so, um, well, my favorite bit of Sonic lore. Oh, we're actually going to do the episode now? I mean, we've, yeah, like, I think we've, we've already wasted five minutes not talking about Sonic lore. I mean, I guess if we have to. I thought, I kind of just thought we were going to prove how little we know about Sonic by no, fine, wasting fine. the full hour. Fine, you know what? Um, I'll talk a little bit more about my experience with Sonic the Hedgehog, and that is um, very first video game I remember playing was Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Sega Genesis. I played it when I was baby. And there you go. That's that's my Sonic the Hedgehog experience. Mine was Lego Star Wars on the PC. Oh. I was a tiny little PC gamer, and oh. now I don't PC game at all. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get past the first level because there was a really simple puzzle, but I was stupid. <laughs> I bet you could Even... beat the first level now. You know, I want to make a joke about still being stupid, but I've beaten Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga several times, so that kind of proves that I can beat it now. I believe in you. Thank you. Um, I... I liked beating up TC14 and making her have one leg and no arms. Um, a few years ago, oh gosh, must have been five or six years ago at this point, um, I found um, a Sega Game Gear lying around in my garage, which had... Your, your, your garage? My garage. Your your garage in, yeah. in Europe that you yeah. have? My garage. It's... Your, your... <laughs> I found uh, I found I found a Sega Game Gear that had a copy of Sonic the Hedgehog two on it, just laying on the floor. It was in a box. Oh, okay. But I don't know where it came from. I don't know why I have it. It's in my it's I keep it in my room now and in, in a drawer with other video game things. But I don't know where it came from or why I have it. I don't remember ever getting this, but I have it. It's oh, yeah. mine now. Um, that's my Sonic the Hedgehog experience. I got, I bought the Humble Wait. Bump. Hmm? Oh, I was going to say there was one more Sonic the Hedgehog experience that I think we should share. Which is what? Um, after we watched the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, you told me you were going to play the, the Werehog one. Sonic Unleashed. For me. Yeah, yes, on the Sonic Nintendo Unleashed. Wii. Sonic, Sonic Werehog. And, um... We then spent multiple nights saying we were going to play it and not playing it. And then when we finally did play it, you couldn't get past the tutorial. Why are you roasting me like this? Because you couldn't get past... You had to just run through some rings and kill some enemies on a closed, like, straightaway track. And you couldn't do it. 
I have officially lost all credibility to our audience now. You you, <laughs> ru- you threw away my gamer cred. You bundled it up in a little ball and you threw it into the garbage. I don't have any gamer cred anymore. The, the garbage you- man came over and took it away. It's in the dump now. I don't have my gamer cred because you ruined it. <laughs> and you promised to show me Sonic Werehog. And to this day, I've only seen the opening cutscene in half the tutorial. So... Okay, you want to know? Okay, you want to know what the problem was? I think I know what the problem was. Is I had my um my Wii U sensor bar was um not in the right position because I tried to play Epic Mickey afterward and it was not picking up my movements at all until I moved the sensor bar. So that's why I couldn't do good at sonic unleashes because my sensor bar i'm blaming the tools of the trade instead of my own skills like a true gamer are you done with your heated gamer moment babe yes i'm done with my heated gamer moment i have gamer cred don't please don't send me hate i have gamer cred i'm sending you hate right now no i have gamer cred (laughs) I think we've sufficiently fucked around and wasted time. Wait, hold on. If we wait 30 more seconds, we can start. We can have a whole 10 minutes where we don't talk about Sonic lore. Okay, what are we talking about for 30 seconds? Tanked? <laughs> I still haven't watched a single episode of Tanked in my life. Me neither. AJ, AJ's encouraging us to do a Tanked episode, but. You expect me to know. watch Tanked? How am I going to watch Tanked? Anyway. This is our reminder. We are not sponsored by Tanked. If you want to watch Tanked, go for it. Tanked, if you're listening and want to sponsor us, go for it. We mention you every episode for no fucking reason. (laughs) Okay, okay. I think we've sufficiently wasted our audience's time. Um, So I want to talk about my favorite bit of Sonic lore, which is the um, Sonic Bible that... uh, they threw out immediately and never used as part of the game's lore. I think I like half remember an unraveled episode on this. Yeah, there was an unraveled episode on this, and it was the best one. But uh... you gotta got big shoes to fill, then, babe. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna do this better than unraveled, but like, I feel like if we're gonna talk about Sonic lore, we have to start at the beginning. I mean, you're right. You're right. So, um, Sonic the Hedgehog's name is actually Sunny Hedgehog. Sunny. <laughs> he has five sisters. Old Sunny boy. Yeah, old Sunny. He's he's called Sunny because he was the only boy of six children. He has five sisters, so he was Sunny. He was the son. So I named my kids. Um. He uh, he lived under a scraggly hedge beside a local burger <laughs> joint. So he was like you know a, a hedge hog. Not even nice hedge either. <laughs> it was a scraggly one. <laughs> kind of shitty. Kind of like lower middle class hedge. <laughs> he subsists on burger scraps, milkshakes, and the occasional slug or bug that crawls their way. I think the burger place was Sonic. Oh, fuck. Sonic the Hedgehog lived near a Sonic drive-in. I think that's how he got his name. It's the story Sega doesn't want to tell you. <laughs> no, because he, he was like... um. A little hedgehog wandering around the Sonic drive-in, and those two guys from the Sonic commercials were there, and they were, like, doing some shenanigans with their, you know, chili cheese dogs, and he was like, oh, fuck, that looks good, I want one. And they were like, huh, look at this, look at this little hedgehog going around Sonic, huh, we should call him Sonic the Hedgehog. 
The beginning of a legend. Yeah, that's Sonic what Origins. Wait, is there any game called Sonic Origins? Because that sounds vaguely familiar. No, I think you're thinking of Rayman Origins. Yeah, probably. Anyway, Sega. Sonic Origins featuring the uh, Sega, the Sonic commercial dudes. Like, um, send us royalties, though. <laughs> Sonny Hedgehog's dad died when he was just a few days old. Ooh, tough. Oh, he, he um, died from falling into a, a gurgling, festering vat of toxic waste dumped in a nearby pond. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Shitty town. <laughs> Oh, Sonny Hedgehog's dad was actually the fastest hedge runner this town had ever seen. Uh, I mean, hedge running can't be, can't have that many people do it. Since I mean, it's I, I guess. pretty small. And Sonny saw a photo of his dad wink at him. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. And his mom said, uh, I'm sure that wherever he is in hedge heaven, your father is looking down on all of us and sends us his love. It's really comforting to hear in these trying times. Yeah. During the first summer of his life, Sonny grew handsome and clever. With thick, for him. bushy brown quills. He's so, blue. No, he's brown. Okay. Hedgehogs are brown. I, I guess, in real life. His favorite trick was to frequent the local bowling alley and curl up in the ball return, awaiting the grasp of an unsuspecting bowler. That just sounds mean. That's extremely mean. Sonny! I think Sonic's just an asshole. Sometimes he would curl up really tight and stay perfectly still as the bowler tossed him down the alley. At the last moment, right before he hit the head pin, Sonny would uncurl and scamper away, routing the bowler's perfect score. Why? Why does he do this? <laughs> because he's a little bastard. He his favorite activity is like, like what did bowlers bowlers didn't kill his dad? So like, what <laughs> did bowlers do to him to make him want to stab their hands and ruin their games for no, no reason? He just really liked playing practical jokes on people. And bowlers apparently only. Um. He would also drop in on the ladies of the local quint quilting circle to offer a convenient pin or needle from his ample portable supply. So he's really nice to old ladies who knit. It's yeah. Just, like, it's just bowlers. He's got some weird <laughs> vendetta against people who bowl. <sighs> what if he saw one of his knitting ladies at the bowling alley? Do you think he'd, he'd still fuck with her? Oh, no, absolutely not. He would, um... Also give his quills to children playing in the park so they could write and draw in the sand. And this is how he learned to read and write. It's fair. Makes sense. It's how I learned too. The coach of the local track team one day, um, he stepped out of the burger joint and started walking toward his car. And then when he glanced toward the hedge, he could scarcely believe his eyes and wondered if he hadn't consumed one whopping beef glopper too many. A blue streak. This, this burger joint sells whopping beef gloppers. Yeah, they're called whopping beef gloppers. I don't think burgers that make you hallucinate are FDA approved. A blue streak darted in and out of the long hedgerow, streaking from wait, one end wait, to the end. Yes, I, I thought he was brown. <laughs> so did I. They made a big deal earlier about him being brown instead of blue. 
<laughs> we got to keep reading to find out. Um, the coach drew his stopwatch and tried to clock the object. Impossible, he muttered to himself. He's too fast to clock. This creature was the fastest runner he had ever seen. Well, see, the cop from the Sonic movie, he solved that problem. Because <laughs> he does clock Sonic speed multiple times. Yeah, but not with a stopwatch, with a professional speedometer. Well, then maybe this random high school human track team coach should have brought the right tools to the burger joint. So then, then Sunny, Sunny Hedgehog gets um, on the uh, local track team at the school. The human track team. Yes, the human track team. Good for him. And uh, the coach began talking about Sunny as an Olympic hopeful. Hey, that happened. Sonic did go to the Olympic Games. It's true. With Mario. He went, he's been to multiple Olympic yeah, Games. Yeah, no, he went now, to multiple. Now, like, Mario's past his prime. He can't get into the Olympic Games anymore. But, like, Sonic's still going. Still going strong. Sunny's mom demanded that he hibernate, though. <laughs> I thought animals just naturally did that. Do they not? Can they choose? No, in real life, it's it's instincts. But this is a, a fictional story about a hedgehog who joins a school's track team. So I think well, he has enough kind of sentience to uh, understand that he is supposed to hibernate but doesn't want to. Listen, you were the one making a big deal earlier about real hedgehogs being brown. So I thought that real rules were applying here, kind of. The the real world, the real rules applying of um, hedgehogs that are too fast to clock their speed by normal means. Sounds like every hedgehog I've ever met. How many hedgehogs have you met? None. There you go. He tumbled out of a pipe. He was digging. He was digging through a pipe. You see. Because he was um, he was sneaking out of his house because he didn't want to um, hibernate. Oh, okay. So, uh, gotcha. So he he aimed the uh, the linguist scrambler at him, and now Sonny can uh, speak human language. Well, you know, had to happen. Yeah. Remember him talking to the youths in Sonic X? So I mean, he had to be able to do that somehow. Yeah. So uh, the, this 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 man is looking for emeralds. The Chaos Emeralds? No, just Emeralds. Oh, okay. See, this man is um, Dr. Ovi Kintabor. Hmm. I wonder if he'll become important later. See, Kintabor was a brilliant neutrobiologist and former team leader of the government's controversial Nuvolution research. The goal there, of the research... What? Hold on, I'm going to tell you what that was. The goal of the research was to somehow reverse the effects of accumulated centuries of pollution and restore the Earth to its natural pristine state. Oh, sounds like a nice, nice man. Um, they worked on this for 15 years, then on the verge of a breakthrough concerning the structure and behavior of free radical subatomic particles, funding for the work was cut out. The scientists scattered and uh, many team members took lucrative positions in private industry. Well, I'm glad they went directly from that to that. Good for them, I guess. Um, Kintabor, however, um, sabotaged the government security system and moved the entire lab to a former radioactive dumping site in northern Nebraska. That doesn't sound like a good idea. He was also going to rescue any uh, 
so it was a, like a radioactive site, right? So he was going to rescue any um, poisoned or struggling animals that he managed to find in the course of his excavations. Okay. Dozens of bunnies, squirrels, ducks, and even baby piglets were among the regular group of guests residing in the lab. Aw, that's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. So he would take care of them until they were recovered enough to return to the wild. Sunny was going to stay there, too. Aw, I don't, I don't get why... He has to, because he's not struggling, but good for him. And then um, Kintabor decides to make Sunny his assistant. It's fair. He seems very qualified for that line of work with his work experience and education. Although Sunny had never known his father, Kintabor reminded him of the kind face in the photograph. Oh, I hope nothing bad happens to this father-son relationship. <laughs> Sunny learned about physics. Okay. And he was uh, replacing dreams of Olympic glory with a dedication to science. Uh, the old jock to nerd. No, no, because it says the very next line is, Still, he knew he'd never be a nerd like Dr. K. Keep telling yourself that, Sonic, but you gave up all your jock dreams, like... Um, slowly, Sonny built his speed to 200, then 400, then 761 miles per hour. The speed of sound. Fast. Mm. Then impossibly, he crossed all known limits of acceleration and began running at the speed of light. Although he managed to gain control of the machine and bring his friend's velocity down, a change had come over Sunny. Instead of his unexceptional grayish-brown color, most of his body had turned cobalt blue and his quills stood straight back in a stiff mohawk. But he was already a blurry blue thing when the track coach saw him. No, so no, 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 no. Blue is the color of speed. Then why is the flash red? The flash isn't real. Neither is Sonic. You take that back. I will not. Okay. 186,000 miles per second. You're so fast, we should call you Sonic. Supersonic, even. How do you like that? I don't. I think that our theory for how he got the name was much better. (laughs) So these emeralds, right? That they're looking for the, they uh the chaos emeralds no the emeralds they contain a microlytic copy of all of the inert energy of every gross and disgusting impulse or deed done by humans since the beginning of time that's weird and horrible so like those like xenoblade 2 blades that are like <laughs> really hornily designed children those yeah. are contained in the emeralds yeah because that's okay. a gross and disgusting impulse. It is. And like, I don't know, I'm blanking on another gross, disgusting impulse. If the emeralds are disturbed, in theory, they will double the amount of evil in the world. But stabilized, well, they will rid the world of evil and pollution. Well, then you just gotta keep them stable, I guess. Make sure they're in regular therapy have coping skills all that are you sure these aren't the chaos emeralds like really sure no they were they're just emeralds made from the chaotic energy of the world guys i'm pretty sure these are the chaos emeralds okay so the machine that made the emeralds right um mm-hmm. so kintabor uh lost his balance and spilled the emeralds onto the floor and the machine turned on and cast a weird sickly beam on the light, first on Kintabor, then on the emeralds, then on the half-eaten egg on the countertop. Yeah? Then everything stopped. 
There is uh-huh. no explosion, no shattered bits of glass or twisted metal, just silence. Um, Sonic uh, struggled to open the door, and uh, there lay Kintibor sprawled across the floor of the lab. But now he looked different, hideous, quite round, with no muscle tone. His lab <laughs> coat now stretched tight across his enormous girth. His arms Ew. were spread wide distended by the buckets of flesh encumbering his frame. But the most alarming transformation was not in his physical person. It was in a small, significant detail that Sonic had now mostly taken for granted. The name on Kintibor's lapel pin was different. The explosion changed the letters on his name tag? Sonic stared at it in shock. Dr. Ivo Robotnik was his dear friend's new name. So, like, I get the explosion of the Chaos Emeralds changing what his body looks like. Like, that's, like, (laughs) typical, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, monster movie type. Yeah. Get exposed to something and it changes your biology. Mm -hmm. It changed his name tag? It changed his name. (laughs) (laughs) Assigned Ivo Robotnik at Chaos Emerald Explosion, (laughs) I guess. So Kintibor absorbed all the evil of the Chaos Emeralds, as well as the disgusting shape of the hard-boiled egg. Tough break. So he wakes up and he's like, What are you gawking at, you ugly thing? Stand still so I can rip your quills out and turn you into an armadillo bot! An armadillo- what? Yeah. Okay. This man's never seen a hedgehog, but, like, it's fine. Uh, Sonic jumped back and rushed out of the room to the main lab. Scampering at the speed of light, he had just enough time to grab a PC and race toward his friend's quarters. But by I wouldn't control... call the speed of light a scamper. <laughs> I think scamper's the wrong verb. Robotnik had already sealed the door to the animal habitat. Sonic bolted out the back door to the lab, then remembered the machine. He ran back to grab as many golden rings as he could, then Sonic scampered away at the speed of light, Robotnik's curses echoing behind him. I don't think he's going to hear anything Robotnik's saying if he's scampering at the speed of light, but okay. <laughs> okay, so that was that was the Sonic Bible. That's... All of that is canon. That's what that's the Sonic's real life backstory. You know, I don't think any of that's canon. No. I mean, I'm pretty sure when I watched Sonic X, none of that was mentioned or even hinted at or even implied. And I know when I watched the Sonic movie, None of that happened, because Jim Carrey was not a kindly mustachioed man. He was a very Waluigi-esque, rude <laughs> mustachioed man. Yeah, he was... You see, if they were going to have a skinny Eggman, they could have made him Kintabor. I mean, he he's starting to become Eggman by, like, the mushroom scene. He's got that, like, oh, yeah. wild mustache. Yeah, he like... looks like he's mysteriously putting on some weight, even though he's in a land full of mushrooms and nothing else. He's eating mushrooms. A lot of mushrooms. I guess. Do mushrooms make you rapidly gain weight? No, but, like, he's just eating a lot of mushrooms and not getting a lot of exercise. He doesn't have anything else to do. Just eat mushrooms all day. That's fair. I would stress eat mushrooms if I was there, too. <laughs> well, yeah, they could have yeah. made a kentivore, but they didn't. I mean, I feel like that just 
be confusing for general audiences if he was Kinchobor, then he was Robotnik, then he was Eggman. No, like he's he's Kint he's Kintobor, right? And then he absorbs the energy of the Chaos Emeralds and the hard boiled egg, and that's how he becomes the Eggman. But the the Chaos Emeralds weren't even in the movie. And that's a big problem. Well, they gotta save something for next time. They do. Okay. I I, I want Sonic the movie too. Like, I do. Yeah. I want Sonic the movie 3. Maybe then they can introduce Rouge. Sonic the movie and Knuckles. <laughs> Featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. So, I guess speaking of early Sonic things that mm -hmm. are definitely not actually canon anymore. Um, when I was looking around while you were talking about that, I found this character Madonna oh. and I don't know what stage in the um, Sonic development she came along in because she wasn't mentioned at all in yours but she was going to be the um, adult human love interest for Sonic her design is this lady she looks kind of like um, Donkey Kong arcade Pauline she has mm. like a red dress and um a like heart-shaped neckline with boobs and like short blonde hair and i guess she was supposed to be in love with this little blue hedgehog man and they were <laughs> supposed to date um yeah um she was designed as a male fantasy who would chase sonic around yeah apparently <laughs> Um, there's conflicting theories on why she was cut. I guess she was apparently, according to Sega of America, she was removed from the final release to soften Sonic for children and foreign countries because they thought it was too Japanese-esque. But in 2011, um, another interview said that they were trying to avoid the cliche that Princess Peach started and try to make themselves different from Super Mario Bros. So, which one's true? Who really knows? I sure don't. It could be two things. It can be two things. Um, <sighs> looking deeper, I guess she's actually appeared semi-canonically. I don't know, do you consider the Archie Sonic comics canon? Or I not do. canon? Um, she's appeared in those, where she's a um, gun agent G-U-N. She works for Clip. I hate this, but it's fine. Um, oh, she's she's kind of hot in the comics. She's really hot in the comics. Yeah, she's got that like short blonde hair with the over-the-eye bangs. and um, It's kind of hot combat attire. She's, she's got kind of like Samus-y vibes. Mm -hmm. She's kind of cute. I like her. Hmm. Definitely a better design than her original. Oh, for sure. Um, no, no mention is given to her being in love with Sonic in the comics. I don't think that transferred over unless I'm wrong. But no, I can't see anything about her relationship with Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like she has no romantic interest in the little, um, little hedgehog man. But I mean, she only really... had one appearance, so probably better that way oh for sure it's a lot better that way <laughs> <laughs> um, um so um wait what is this hmm 
oh what what is this tell me i was i was looking at her page and it mentioned a sound test mm-hmm. um which involved something known as the sonic the hedgehog band yeah the sonic um, the hedgehog band apparently <laughs> sonic was supposed to be part of a band where he was the lead singer someone named max the monkey was on bass guitar um mock the rabbit on drums sharps the parakeet was lead guitar and oh vector the crocodile himself was on keyboard he was created way earlier than i thought he was yeah i guess yeah vector existed in the 1991 sound test i think is he the only one that like went on to be a real person let me double check but he's the only one i recognize um Um, so max the monkey appeared in um archie comics i was just about to say it looks like they've all appeared in archie comics um but they were in a different band led by Mm -hmm. comics character mina mongoose mina mongoose she's like this kind of like goth rock star girl mina mongoose was dubbed song goose for her singing talents (laughs) It's good to have a nickname. <laughs> I oh, guess, my dad yeah, is dead. She... Arthur Mongoose. Oh, rip Arthur Mongoose. <laughs> Arthur Mongoose. He lived during the time of the Great War. <laughs> the Great War? The Great War. What's the Great War? The war between his people and the Overlanders. The slightly mutated descendants of humans on Mobius. That's fair, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess she took over Sonic's band, or I guess she gets the canon version of Sonic's band. Um, Wait, Kintibor is thing... canon. What do you mean Kintibor is canon? In the Archie comics, I think. Um, oh, okay. Kintibor I mean, was um, Robotnik's ancestor who was born on June 6th, 2006. <laughs> he's out there right now. He's 14. No, he's 13. Not... He's not 14 yet. He's 13. Let's go find him. Oh, he looks horrible. I don't want to go find him. <laughs> why, why does he style his hair like this? Oh, oh, that's that's artwork of Sonic, but he's brown. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> Oh, I don't. <laughs> oh, Kinterbor looks horrible. <laughs> For those of you at home, I'm sure we'll include him in um, either my promotional tweets for this episode <laughs> or the YouTube thumbnail or both. But he has, he's got the mustache, but his hair is also like the same style as the mustache. <laughs> So so picture as you're watching this episode, Dr. Eggman and, and Dr. Eggman's mustache. But but <laughs> instead of being bald, he also has hair that is that mustache. <laughs> it's a very vivid image I hope I've conjured for you guys at home. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> <sighs> Um, right, so anyway, I want to talk about, um, so Sonic the Hedgehog, his, um, 
His original name was uh, Mr. Needlemouse. Mr. Needlemouse. Yeah, and um, his uh, so here here's how they designed him. It's it's really interesting stuff. So Sonic's color was based on the Sega logo. His shoe buckles were based on Michael Jackson. <laughs> his shoe color was based on Santa Claus. And his personality was inspired by future president Bill Clinton's get it done attitude. Yeah? Sonic the Hedgehog is based on Bill Clinton. <laughs> can someone can someone in the viewing audience edit Sonic saying I did not have sex with that woman? <laughs> <laughs> it can be that like alone on a friday night god your pathetic image but like the only text is i did not have sex with that woman um the original con concepts also gave sonic fangs uh so there was an interview that asked um when sonic and his friends sit down to eat after a long hard day of chasing dr eggman what do they like to eat and the answer was, they probably eat McDonald's hamburgers, I suppose. And I think they will get a complete lineup of Happy Meal premiums. Sonic the Hedgehog canonically eats McDonald's. It's a real missed opportunity for him to eat Sonic. I mean, we've been talking about this since the very beginning of the episode. But... He likes McDonald's hamburgers. Okay, I support him. Like, I think... Wendy's and Burger King are better, but I support him. <laughs> That's ridiculous. He also hates the word slow. That's fair. I mean, he seems to like in Smash Bros. use it as like his prime insult. It's like, you're too slow. Um, his skills include hand-to-hand -hand combat, indomitable will, breakdancing skills, marksmanship, swordsmanship, vehicle intuition. He's a pretty skilled dude. <laughs> he can he can shoot, use a sword, run really fast, drive a car. Breakdance. Breakdance. Branching back to... While you were talking about that, I was looking into Dr. Robotnik's extended family. Because... Yes. Tell me. We were talking about him. And, um... So, I found another of Dr. Robotnik's ancestors, Professor Gerald Robotnik. Yeah. Um, again, the family resemblance is very strong. Um, <laughs> I want you guys to picture Dr. Eggman, but like he's dressed like an actual licensed medical doctor, <laughs> and um, his mustache is white. That's the only difference. He's got a white mustache. Um, but what I, what I thought would be kind of interesting on this page is, um, so he dies, he's executed by firing squad. Sonic the Hedgehog character Gerald Robotnik <laughs> dies by firing squad. Mm -hmm. 
because of his many war crimes. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. No, like, he created Shadow the Hedgehog. Like, he deserved it, but, like... But, but to be fair, it was all because they killed his daughter, Maria. Oh, Maria Robotnik does not have any family resemblance. Oh, no, she doesn't. She looks (laughs) nothing like her family members. She's just this cute blonde lady wearing two different shades of blue, which is kind of annoying. Shadow was created to help cure her terminal illness? Yeah. How was that supposed to work? He's he's the ultimate life form. So another thing I found when I was looking through, I wanted to look up Longclaw because Longclaw just felt really out of place to me in the Sonic movie. I agree. I was like, I don't know who this is. I feel like I should like, know, but I don't. No, yeah, like I didn't recognize her as a like actual Sonic character. And then even like design wise, you have like cartoony Sonic, cartoony Tails, those like I don't know, I guess I guess they're just Enchidas. They're Knuckles and, weird and, feral cousins. Enchidas? Um, oh uh, echidnas. <laughs> like you've never pronounced anything wrong, babe. Garage. Yeah, garage, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah, you've got like these cartoony Tails, Sonic, and the Echidnas, excuse me. And, um, but then you've got this, like, Legend of the Guardians 2010 looking realistic owl lady. And yeah, she's just an original character. Um, but she's apparently based on, um, so there was a second Sonic Bible, apparently. I don't have the text to this one, but it was called Stay Sonic. And um, it was a official or semi-official, I can't tell the legitimacy of it, but um, a guidebook to the world of Sonic the Hedgehog that was made directly after Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And um, it was based on the Sonic bible it it was supposed to work well with the sonic bible they were supposed to go together um and it involved um it involved an owl named sophocles who um apparently had like discovered sonic when he first arrived in green hill zone or like allegedly Apparently it's not even confirmed in the story. It's just like he was maybe found by Sophocles. So. This line is really funny to me, even though it doesn't mean what I want it to mean. Um, While this story had been almost entirely ignored by Sonic cartoons and comics released in North America, it went on to become the backbone of almost all United Kingdom fiction. You know... (laughs) The UK was really into the Sonic Bible and the Sonic Bible too. Like every fictional story written in the United Kingdom is based on Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> That's absolutely not what that means, but I support your interpretation. You guys ever read Harry Potter? Heavily based on Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, Sophocles the Owl, oh, Albus fuck. Dumbledore. They're the same person. The the whole um 
so Ivo Kintibor, or no, no, not Ivo Kintibor, Ovi Kintibor and Ivo Robotnik, they're like reversed, mm-hmm. which is eerily similar to that whole Lord Voldemort, I am Tom Marvolo Riddle thing oh, from fuck. Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> so I don't want to say you're onto something, babe, but I'm onto something. You're on, you're onto something. The Brits went wild for Sonic. Specifically the Sonic Bible and the Sonic Bible Tuesday Sonic. <laughs> I was looking at there was like a a template at the bottom of um the page that we were just on, Stay Sonic. Sonic and other media. And through that I discovered Sonic Generations of Skate, which is apparently <laughs> um a real-world skateboarding event sponsored by Sega and Sonic Lost World. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it had Tony Hawk participating in it. Oh, good for him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there was a Sonic skateboarding event. We got some pictures. There was, like, a Sonic mascot suit there. <laughs> a half-pipe with Sonic's logo on it i don't know anything about skateboarding but that's something that apparently happened green hill zone was modeled after california it was yeah sonic probably Uh, lives in los angeles i mean sonic's on (laughs) lockdown right now but (laughs) sonic has had so many weird games I don't know. Right now I'm like looking through things to like find things to talk about in this episode. And I mean, we, we were both looking through things to find things to talk about in this episode. And um, I'm just, I, I was looking at some bosses and like, there's obviously Sonic and the Black Knight. There's the Werehog one. But now I found this one and he's like this like Thanatos Kidicarus looking genie man and he's I guess Sonic and the Secret Rings oh the Secret Rings yeah I I didn't know that there was a like Sonic Aladdin type game but there is his name's Arazer Jin and he's he's just this big purple Thanos Thanatos mashup um I found him because along with Infinite, the like weird metal dude from the the, the new Sonic, the, the edgy one where you make an avatar. Yeah. Sonic Forces. Who who apparently his one of his nicknames is the Masked Clown, which is kind of funny for this weird intimidating murderer man. <laughs> um but they are the two and only two bosses to both refer to Sonic as a rat and be sharply corrected by Sonic that he's a hedgehog. (laughs) So there's that. In Sonic Adventure 2 and its re-releases, Rouge's character model features breast physics. This is the most easily visible during the pause before her intro sequence for multiplayer in the Dreamcast version. The only other game to feature breast physics on Rouge is Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. 
They finally brought him back. They finally did. After all those years, Rouge's boobs finally bounce again. I've been waiting for this moment. Oh, I'm I'm sure you have, babe. I know. <laughs> I know you get really hot for Rouge. <laughs> I think you're the one who's really hot for Rouge. I am not a furry. Mm -hmm, likely story. I'm not. <laughs> I like cat ears, but I, I don't think that makes me a furry. Although that's been a hotly debated topic. <laughs> Remember there was like once a fight in our Discord server about it. <laughs> Rouge also breaks the fourth wall in um, Sonic Heroes. If you use the first person camera to look at her, she'll like turn at the player and wink. <laughs> So in, in Donkey Kong Country 2, uh -huh. um, Cranky Kong has his ranking of video game heroes. Mario is number one, Yoshi is number two, Link is number three, and Sonic is in the no-hopers category. Oof. <laughs> real tough break for Sonic. Honestly, that's a real tough break for Link, too. <laughs> Like, he can't beat Yoshi. <laughs> like, like Yoshi's done a lot, but like... Okay, actually, is Cranky ranking it based on individual links? Or is he like, adding together everything that the links have done? This was Donkey Kong Country 2. There were only like, three Zelda games. Maybe four. I'm, will I'm willing to believe that Cranky Kong has a vast enough wealth of knowledge to know about all Zelda games present and future <laughs> I mean maybe that's why Sonic's a no-hoper he looked into the future he saw Sonic Werehog he saw Black Knight he saw Sonic 06 he saw when Sonic kissed a human in Sonic 06 and he was like no-hoper <laughs> right there <laughs> saw Sonic Forces I think Cranky Kong can see everything and I do mean everything. But that's for our Donkey Kong episode. So, In a commercial for the original Sonic the Hedgehog game, Bernita Stokes, president of HAG, Humans Against Genesis, criticizes the game by saying, Why can't he be more like that nice boy Mario? While an animated Sonic is seen on the cover of the box mimicking her. Sonic then blows her a raspberry and runs out of the box and into the TV screen, which makes her angry, calling him a little brat. That's a really weird choice for your commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and, how, and how did that even happen? They like called up this person who like notably hated the Genesis and they were like, hey, you want to appear in a commercial for the Genesis? And she was just like, yeah, I'll sacrifice my morals for the quick buck. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think humans against Genesis is a real thing. I think they made it up for the commercial. I don't know. One million moms exists. Like, I wouldn't put anything past people. It sounds like like it sounds like a Facebook group. I know this is before Facebook existed, but like, <laughs> it sounds like a like suburban moms Facebook group. Um. So Mario is canonically five foot one, and Sonic is canonically three foot three. However, crossover artwork makes Sonic two or three inches taller than Mario. Mario must have just, like, 
gotten hit by an enemy that day. Gotten a little, little extra manlet energy that day. Okay, here we go. I found the crossover characters um, page. So we have um, Mario, Daisy, Mega Man, Peach, I I from Super Monkey Ball, Bowser <laughs> Jr. and Bowser, Donkey Kong, Luigi, Yoshi, Wario, Waluigi, Knights, and Xbox Live Avatar. Xbox Live Avatar? Yeah, Xbox Live Avatar, the beloved Sonic the Hedgehog character. Yeah, one of my favorites. I always always look for that one. Um, In the uh, Sonic Racing games for the Xbox, you can play as your Xbox Live Avatar. That's, so like, that's it. So like the Mii Racer in Mario Kart, but like, yeah. worse. Yeah. Oh fuck, you can buy the Chaos Emeralds for $2.99. Then, then why are we fighting over them so much? <laughs> Is Rouge just like a really shitty thief? She wants these like two ninety nine gems. <laughs> She's just broke. It's okay. Oh, Rouge. Um. Oh, Santa Claus and Danica Patrick both have articles on the Sonic Wiki. Yeah. Uh huh. Why? Well, Santa Claus appeared in the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog special, Sonic Christmas Blast, where he was kidnapped <laughs> by Dr. Robotnik. You know what? That's fair. Seems like a very Dr. Robotnik-y plan. I could see Jim Carrey just kidnapping Santa Claus for the fuck of it. Robotnik planned to steal Christmas and rule the world. You know, I just realized, wait. Yeah? Jim Carrey. Yeah. He's played the Grinch. Yeah, he has. <laughs> so he's very prepared for the role of stealing Christmas. I'm, I'm not saying that the Sonic movie should have a stealing Christmas movie, but I think I know the plot of Sonic 4. <laughs> I'm going to uh, write the was, movie uh, company right now. He was known as Robotnik Claus. Robotnik Claus. <laughs> Robotnik held Santa captive in an ice cave in the North Pole, and Sonic rescued him, but it still seemed hopeless to save Christmas. But, because of Sonic's speed, he was able to deliver all the presents in the world in a matter of minutes. I'm glad that Sonic can do Santa's job quicker and more efficiently than he can. Early concept art Vector was supposed to dress like the Blues Brothers. <laughs> Vector the Crocodile... On a mission from God. Yeah, Danica Patrick was in Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. The, the, the real-life race car driver, Danica Patrick. She was? Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Wreck-It Ralph was also in it. Why was Wreck-It Ralph in it? Because he's a video game character. Did they just not know who to put in this game? Sonic has a lot of characters. Who, Which Sonic characters that are notable weren't in this game? I'm just curious. Okay, I'm going to list... Okay, I think it'd be faster to list the Sonic characters that were in this game. Okay, go for it. Sonic, Tails, Eggman, Amy, Knuckles, Shadow, and Metal Sonic. So Wreck-It fucking Ralph is in this game. <laughs> but Rouge the Bat is not. No. So they also have I.I. from Super Monkey Ball, um, B.D. Joe from Crazy Taxi, 
one even knows who that is. <laughs> Beat from Jet Set Radio. Ryo Hazuki from Shenmue. What? Ulala so from Space Channel 5. I've never heard of that. Um, Amigo from Samba de Amigo. Alex Kidd from Alex Kidd. Um, Vice from Skies of Arcadia? I've never heard of any of these things, Sega. Gilius Thunderhead from Golden Axe. Joe, Joe Musashi from Shinobi. Knights from Knights. Riala from Knights. Gum from Jet Set Radio. Uh, Mimi from uh, Super Monkey Ball. Pudding from Space Channel 5. Um, the Dreamcast VMU, which can transform into a car. Football Manager. Shogun from Total War Shogun. This is horrible. Danica Patrick. Wreck-It Ralph. The, the guys from Team Fortress 2. What? What <laughs> is this game called again? Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. Why is Sonic in the title? <laughs> Why is Sonic in the title? Because... It's a Sega crossover racing game that features a couple of third-party characters... So so Sonic is just their most iconic character, so they put him on the box to sell it. But this is this is that's just the Sega same as Kart, that's the so... same as Nintendo, like making a new Mario Kart but putting a whole bunch of Nintendo characters in it that aren't from Mario. No, but it would be like if they made a new Mario Kart, right? Yeah, and like they called it Mario Kart and others just to cover <laughs> their bases, like the Sonic one did, and the cast was like Mario. Luigi, Peach, Yoshi, Toad, Bowser, and then Mike from Star Tropics was there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why did they even call this Sonic Racing if, like, there's so many random Sonic Sega characters no one's ever heard of. And then Wreck-It fucking Ralph and Danica Patrick and the Team Fortress 2 guys? Um, there's one more. You didn't let me finish. It's really important. Oh, boy. Um, Yogg's cast from the famous Minecraft commentary YouTube gamers. Like a, like a YouTuber? Yeah. There's a fucking YouTuber in this game? <laughs> So you're telling me if I buy this game... I own this game. Great, babe. I'm glad we own this game. Um, I so... bought a Sonic Humble Bumble that included it. A Humble Bumble? Yes, a Humble Bumble. A Humble Bumble? Yes, a Humble Bumble. <laughs> so you're telling me that when I play this game, when we live together, mm -hmm. I can play as a fucking YouTuber... <laughs> Yeah. But I can't play as Rouge the Bat. Yeah. Or Vector the Crocodile. No. Or Cream. No. You can play as Pyro the Spy and Heavy from Team Fortress, though. I don't want to play as the Clone Wars <laughs> Bad Batch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even like the Bad Batch arc that much. 
Oh, it's it's okay though. Um, you can actually earn like an achievement that has a picture of Rouge the Bat on it. That just salt in the wound, isn't it? <laughs> Whilst answering questions about Sonic Forces, Aaron Weber. Um, I'm not sure offhand who he is, but it's probably not that important. Um, he is the social media coordinator for Psych of America. Um, he stated that Big the Cat was not in the game because he was on a fishing vacation with Froggy. <laughs> and also said that had Big not been on vacation, Eggman would not have been able to take over the world. <laughs> so, I mean, there you have it. Big the Cat is canonically the most powerful Sonic character. Big the Cat canonically could have prevented the events of sonic forces but froggy really fucking wanted that fishing vacation froggy surfed that fishing vacation i mean i think dr eggman knew i think he like he was waiting for this moment well you know that that thing they used to warn you about like your parents used to get really scared about where they were like don't post about vacations on social media because every robber in town will come to your house (laughs) like that's what Dr. Eggman did. He was he was reading Big the Cat's Facebook. I don't know why we have so many Facebook jokes this episode, but he was reading Big the Cat's Facebook. He saw going fishing with Froggy, and he was like, shit, now's the time. <laughs> World takeover. Let's go. Okay, so um, I'm going to read these two sentences back to back because that's how I read them. Mm-hmm. Sonic Schoolhouse is an educational computer game that teaches young learners mathematics, reading, and spelling, released in 1996 by Sega Entertainment. The entire game plays in a similar fashion to id Software's Wolfenstein 3D. It does? <laughs> yes! How does it play similar to Wolfenstein? You play in a world that has no variation in height and is largely composed of right angles. Okay. You pick up nearby answers, ranging from bouncing letters and numbers to balloons with various pictures on them, and shoot them back at a blackboard to answer questions. I think they just took Wolfenstein and reskinned it. It's educational Wolfenstein. Educational Wolfenstein. It's the first 3D Sonic game to have a voice actor. Okay, that's something. Voice acting is pretty common in Sonic games now, for better or worse. In the credits for uh, Mickey Mania for the uh, Sega Mega Drive, um, Sonic and Tails are listed. There's a unicycle racing game for the Super Nintendo called Uniracers. And if you <laughs> enter Sonic as your name, it won't let you, and it says that your name isn't cool enough. <laughs> I mean... I guess they really just hate Sonic restaurants. Got their order wrong one time and they were like, nope. Never again. Remember how we said that Sonic lives in Los Angeles? Yeah, I remember tossing that out there. Uh-huh, so um, there's a driving game featuring Harley Harley Davidson motorcycles called Harley Davidson and LA Riders. And the objective Mm -hmm. is to ride checkpoints around Los Angeles under a time limit. And there's um, a mansion in Beverly Hills that you can drive past. And on the gate, Sonic is carved into a stone block. So I think we found his house. How did Sonic... Wow. 
Sonic's really moving up in the world. I remember um, in Sonic X, wasn't he like crashing in some kid's bedroom or something? I mean, remember he was he was born under a hedge next to a burger joint in Nebraska where he ate burger scraps and grubs. So, so he's yeah, he's he's come a long way. The American dream. Now. If you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Sonic is evidence that the great Gatsby was wrong. The American dream does still exist. <laughs> any one person can go from burger scraps and the <laughs> mediocre looking hedge to living in a mansion in LA. <laughs> if you can run really fast, like like fast enough to turn yourself blue that fast. So I'm reading about more Sonic copy um, comics and I guess they have crossovers with other Sega properties through something called Genesis Portals. <laughs> um, Sonic and Mega Man team up because of Genesis Portals. <laughs> they go through one that sends them to the world of Street Fighter. So in this comic with the with the Genesis Portals, yeah. um, like I said, it was a crossover between Mega Man and Sonic Man. Or not Sonic Man. Well, <laughs> That's where we're going with this because <laughs> I discovered that apparently um, this leads to the other Metal Sonic, the one other that no one Sonic. talked about, called um, Metal Sonic Two. Sonic Man. <laughs> picture, Sonic. picture, Mega Man, but he looks like Sonic. <laughs> um, he was made by. Um, I guess someone named Sigma um, and um, was created with the help of Dr. Eggman and Dr. Wily working together. <laughs> um, there's also like, you know, the like chips, the fedora um, apostrophe lady, like the lady. <laughs> Ma-Eggman. Ma-Eggman. Like, like, M apostrophe E G G A man. <laughs> Megman. Um, Megman. This is literally just Mega Man, but his helmet's purple and has lightning bolts instead of being blue with no lightning bolts. Um, he was. That's the best that Sigma, Eggman, and Wily could do, creating an evil Mega Man to go with the evil Sonic. Um, couldn't do better than that. Megman. Megman. Seems like a pretty wild arc, to be completely honest. I'm kind of tempted to look into the Sonic Archie comics outside this episode. <laughs> Me too. They seem weird and wild. There was um, a crossover Sonic Archie comic, where as mm -hmm. Sabrina the Teenage Witch casts a spell which puts her in the comic. Really? Yeah. And I used to um, watch the live action Sabrina the Teenage Witch when I was little. <laughs> Me too. Um, she takes Sonic and Knuckles back to her world, and um, Jughead is dressed like Robotnik because it's Jughead's Halloween. There? 
and um, Sonic and Knuckles beat up Jughead. Why do they? Oh, because he's dressed like Eggman. Because <laughs> they think he's Robotnik. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> and Sabrina, who I guess is friends with Jugman in this continuity, is just like, yeah. Well, go yes, for it. Sabrina the Teenage Witch came from Archie comics. But like, like, like Archie, Archie. Yeah. Oh. You didn't know that? Well, no, because oh. I don't remember any Archie characters appearing in the live-action Sabrina show. I don't think they did. Um, well, it's just that Sa- only... Sabrina was an Archie character first. That's, yeah. Well, that's... I knew she was, but I thought she had her own, like, thing going on. Oh, she does. It's just the same world. The, the same world? Yeah. So, like, the like realistic slice of life high school of Archie comics takes place in the same world as the magical hijinks of Sabrina the Teenage Witch with Talking Cat Salem. Yes. Also, I'd like to thank all of our viewers for tuning in to our Archie comics episode. This is... You know what? This episode's been all over the place <laughs> it's allowed to be whatever it wants at this point sonic is kind of confusing it's kind of hard to find good funny stuff <laughs> we're just going for it at this point and whatever we find on this wiki we're going for <laughs> i guess in the sonic archie comics you can use the chaos emeralds to rewrite reality like the like the infinity stones uh-huh. um actually it seems like they're basically just the infinity stones in these comics like they read about them mm-hmm. in Marvel Comics and were like, we could do that, but different. And um, I guess they create something called a Genesis Wave, which rewrites reality to the user's benefit. And um, if you do it really well with all seven, you get the Super Genesis Wave. <laughs> so, um, although apparently they're not that great. Because we've got limitations. Um, With just one, you can only kind of tweak the timeline and bend the occasional rules. Uh Like you can't do any major stuff. Uh Um, You can't erase people from existence. Mm. Kind of weird. You'd think bending reality to your whim would let you do that. But yeah. Oh, oh, you can with the Super Genesis Wave. That's so, good. Okay. things to aspire to, you know? Um, you also apparently can't create, can't completely erase old memories. Um, mm. Everyone just gets deja vu. Um, interestingly, the Super Genesis Wave also can't create memory, can't erase memories, rather. But it can prevent you from ever recalling them again. (laughs) (laughs) So they're still there. (laughs) But you can't ever get them. So there's really no point to them still being there. It just just lacks the power to get rid of them for whatever fucking reason. That would be OP. I I guess, apparently. (laughs) So the Shattered World Crisis. Dr. Eggman gets the super genesis wave oh no and sonic tries to supersonic to fix it Uh uh-huh 
and it doesn't work <gasps> and it creates a big like energy explosion that um lets a god called dark gaia come out and mm. destroy the planet basically oh no which that sounds a lot like um werehog <laughs> That actually sounds a lot like Werehog. Yeah. To the point that I'm just checking into Dark Gaia really quick. Is Dark Gaia from Werehog? Oh my god, she is! Oh! Yeah. Okay. So, like... Actually, wasn't that even, like, kind of what happened in Werehog? Because he was yeah. supersonic, yeah. and then Eggman put him in a machine that, like, fired his energy at Earth, and Dark Gaia came out. Uh-huh. So I guess that's basically what happens in the Shattered World Crisis. Um, it's Werehog. <laughs> and, um... This big event, which is... kind of crazy. Um... Though the world was broken, the full extent of what was ravaged is unknown. So, I mean, this is implying that things didn't really get better. Um, <laughs> well, that's interesting. Um, oh, apparently King Acorn's West Side Island is fine. Good. Didn't even get hit. Oh, I was um, worried about that. Oh, um. It was... 29 issues long 29 issues yeah Holy, that's so many well apparently the archie it, it was issue 256 to 287 so this is a very long running comic yeah um so what i discovered um we all have a little bit of sonic in us in all of us well, okay go on there's a um protein um, secreted by humans called Sonic Hedgehog. <laughs> it plays a key role in the development of animals. In the development of what? Animals. I was about to say, but we're not animals, but we are animals. We are animals. I kind of just <laughs> forgot about that for a second. Um, <laughs> and I discovered one more thing. Um, uh huh. There's big mysterious snowboarding sonic the hedgehog statue just hidden out in the woods of japan yeah yeah why so apparently it was originally owned by the sega world theme park which wasn't far away from um where he is now but the statue was purchased by a group of local farmers who live nearby and has been living in the woods for the last 10 to 15 years. They just... They just bought him and threw him in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, he's, he's on the side of the road. You can see him if you drive by. That's... But it's kind know, of out there. It's just kind of out there in... Just like rural Japan, I think. There's not much out there. <laughs> Except Sonic. Guess we have to go to rural Japan to go see him. Yeah. Sally has a girlfriend? Good. 
someone who wrote for the comic said, I would dare say that if you go through the book since the reboot, you could probably make the case for Sally and Nicole being in a romantic relationship. Um, and after the series was canceled, he and the other writer confirmed that they had intended for the two to be written as a relationship. Good. So yeah, Sally has a girlfriend named Nicole. So good for her. I didn't know who Sally was like two minutes ago, but now I care a little more about her. So <laughs> I'm looking at Silver the Hedgehog. And apparently he wasn't even originally a Sonic character. What, what was he? In an interview with Shun Nakamura, um, si Silver was originally intended to be in a different game about having psychokinetic powers with a protagonist who had a realistic aesthetic. However, they ended up scrapping the title completely and used the like programming of the psychokinetic character for Sonic 2006. <laughs> so Silver's hair was his first design trait and his boots were his last design trait. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, when they were drawing his concept sketches, he had his hair from sketch one and his boots came in like at the very end of his sketching. Silver's in Encyclopedia Horrifica? Yeah. Like like the actual book um, that's not about Sonic or anything. Um, Encyclopedia Horrifica, which is like a book about vampires and monsters and ghosts. Um <laughs> Silver the Hedgehog is used for um, ESP and psychic powers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of him flipping a car with his telekinetic powers. Yeah! Yep. Also, um, sad news for people who are theorizing he's related to Shadow, I guess. Um Despite many fans having speculated that Silver is related to Shadow due to Sir Lancelot and Sir Galahad's relationship in Arthurian lore, I guess people were really, like, cross-referencing Sonic and the Arthur legends, like, really putting a lot on this. Um, Silver is not a descendant of Shadow the Hedgehog. Aww. Shadow doesn't fuck. Okay, that doesn't mean Shadow doesn't fuck. Shadow can't get it. I mean, it's pretty damning evidence that Shadow didn't fuck if he doesn't have a descendant. It doesn't say he doesn't have a descendant. It means that Silver isn't his descendant. But, like, look at Shadow the Hedgehog. Do you think he uses protection? Just because we don't know his descendant doesn't mean he doesn't have one. He's 50 plus? Yeah. Since when has Shadow been 50 plus? Since 50 years after he was born. He was built by Gerald Robotnik. I mean, that's fair. I kind of forgot about that. He was a modern day scientific da Vinci. I mean, I know he was built by Gerald Robotnik, but like... No, I guess that makes sense. That's weird. Does he just not age? Does, is just Shadow like immortal? I mean, he was designed... By Project Shadow, which was a medical program for inventing immortality. I don't know anything about Sonic games. Yeah, like, Shadow the Hedgehog is the ultimate life form. Sure doesn't look like it. Okay, well, just roast him, why don't you? 
I will. According to the game's canon, Shadow and everyone else requires at least one Chaos Emerald close by to use Chaos Control, or the technique is impossible. However, Shadow has appeared to use Chaos Control or Chaos Powers without any Emeralds nearby. Fans have argued that it's implied that he can do this because he has memories of Maria? That doesn't make sense. Shadow can just be like, remember Maria? Chaos control! Okay, wait, hold on. I'm gonna assume that that's not true because that's stupid. Um, does that mean that there are Chaos Emeralds on every single Super Smash Brothers stage? I mean, that's what I was about to get at. He also uses it in Smash Bros. Despite they're often not being... I mean, Sonic, I guess, has the Chaos Emeralds in Smash Bros. Because whenever he gets to Smash Ball, he has the Chaos Emeralds visibly right next to him. Yeah. I guess that means Sonic always has the Chaos Emeralds on him. I mean... I guess, if, but if then if Sonic's ca- not in the fight, then Shadow shouldn't be able to use Chaos Control. Well, hold on. There's an audience in every Super Smash Brothers fight. I don't who are we Sonic to assume that? Then. Who are we to assume that the audience is not every uh, Smash Bros. character that's not in the fight? Like, I just feel like Sonic wouldn't do that. I feel like he'd be bored by that. I feel like he wouldn't care. Oh, no, he would be bored by it, but he's required to go contractually. He's obligated. I don't think Smash Bros. would do that. You don't? No. I mean, when we saw... Well, like, think about it this way. The Subspace Emissary. They're not doing it there. I mean, sure, Zelda and Peach are there, but everyone else is fucked off to wherever they want to be doing whatever they want. I guess you're right. I guess the the Chaos Emeralds... The Smash Ball is powered by the Chaos Emeralds. I mean, yes, I would believe that. Master Core was created by the Chaos Emeralds and harnesses their power. I think he created the Chaos Emeralds. Well, no, the Chaos Emeralds were created by Kintibor. That's not canon. <laughs> if you go on the Chaos Emeralds page, it doesn't. it says that's not real. Where did it say the Chaos Emeralds came from then, huh? Tell me that. It says we it says we don't know. Yeah, it Sonic didn't tell anybody. Mysterious. Sunny Hedgehog didn't tell anybody that Kindabor created the Chaos Emeralds because, like, he knew that then then would they would know that Robotnik was Kintibor. Okay, babe. Like, okay. Sonic the Hedgehog knows where the Chaos Emeralds came from, but doesn't tell anybody because it's too painful a memory. Mm-hmm. He needs to work through this, uh, like, in, you know, years of therapy. I don't know if that's what you want to believe. So, um, Yuji Naka was originally supposed to appear in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but they forgot? Who is Yuji Naka? The, um, the, uh, lead programmer on the original Sonic the Hedgehog. The first one. Oh, really? Yeah, he was going to be in the movie, but they just forgot to film that. Well, I guess that's what happens when you don't have a tight production schedule or something. I don't know. <laughs> Seems like some major mismanagement, but... <laughs> there was um, a scene in the film that was cut where um, 
your Dr. Robotnik had a coffee maker named Mean Bean Machine. He would do that. That would be something he would do. Um, there was a song that was going to be in the movie called Gotta Go Fast, which was a remix of the, of the Green Hill Zone theme and named after the theme song from Sonic X. They should have just played the theme song from Sonic X. They should have. I don't know why that, that theme song never appeared. It's a classic tune. There's um there was a road sign in the opening of the movie called Mega Drive. <laughs> <laughs> That's really dumb. The owner of the apartment that they look at on the computer um was Amy Rose. <laughs> I guess she does appear in the movie kind of. She's a real estate, she's a landlord. <laughs> Amy Rose Tom Nook adaptation. I'm sorry. So the, the truck that was used in Transformers: Age of Extinction for um Galvatron was Robotnik's truck in Sonic movie. Same truck. Like the same prop. Yeah. <laughs> Robotnik <laughs> drives drives Galvatron from Transformers. I'm sure he would. He would love that. He's all about those funny robot boys. <laughs> That's that's canon as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I think that's as good a place as any to end it. Well, I mean, since we were just talking about the Sonic movie, I've got one more thing, which is one just some baseless, baseless Sonic movie speculation. Lay it on me, baby. Um, so I was just just flipping through the the pages. Do you think Tickle of all Sonic characters could appear? In a future Sonic movie? I do. Because, like, I wasn't even thinking of her. But, like, other than Sonic and Tails, the only other, like, Sonic... Well, and Eggman. The only other, like, Sonic characters we've seen was that, like, tribe of echidnas. Uh-huh. And they look a lot like how Tico looks. Hmm. So I almost feel like if they plan on bringing them back in a sequel which seems like it would make sense since they're part of Sonic's traumatic backstory <laughs> Tickle could come into the story through them hmm you're right I mean I know this is about lore breaking and not speculating on future movies but I don't know I think I think Tickle has like a weirdly real shot of showing up in a future live-action Sonic movie. Like, you're right. Because, <laughs> like, the more I talk about it, the more it makes sense that, like, those echidnas will be antagonists in a future movie. I mean, yeah, of course they would. Because, I mean, they're theoretically looking for Sonic right now. Yeah. That was why he had to run away to Mushroom Land in the first place. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, if it happens... You guys heard it here first. Mm-hmm. We called it. Tickle. Tickle's going to be in a live action Sonic movie. That is my theory. Um, as much as I'd love for the next one to be Rouge. I and mean, I'm sure people would want like Knuckles or something. I think I think Tickle. That's my theory. I think Tickle. Yeah. yeah. I think it should be Tickle. And I mean, I guess that's how we're 
end cap in this one. Yeah, that's as good a place as any to end it. So, I guess... Yeah. Um, thanks for watching the episode. Thanks for sticking with us through a allegedly Sonic episode that kind of <laughs> I... meanders all over the place. and mostly sonic episode of a vaguely sonic themed episode sonic themed i think it was less like sonic lore and more just like weird sonic in other media properties <laughs> but hopefully it was entertaining hopefully it was like kind of what you guys were hoping for um maybe we'll redo sonic later down the line yeah we'll you know see. maybe we'll we'll watch all of sonic x and then play some sonic games and come back to this in like 50 60 episodes <laughs> um but yeah if you liked this episode um share it around tell people about it we're trying to gain an audience so anything helps and yeah. um check out the do um, media network that we're a part of a lot of great stuff yeah. coming there Nothing, nothing yet. Yeah, just us. But, you know, there will be good stuff on there eventually. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a place where there's a bunch of different shows. Um, just like us, we're actually planning on having a D&D podcast there at one point. Um, so check it out. It's run by um, Dylan the Dude Games. He's this great guy. He does a lot of streaming for um, Level Up for Charity. So check that out, too, if you like charity, which... Hopefully, I mean, you hopefully do. you like charity. I like charity. Like most people like charity. Charity's pretty good. Um, charity so, is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, check out Dylan the Dude. Check out Dude Media, where we exist. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the classic sort of like, comment, subscribe, follow our twitters, our individual twitters, and the Twitter for this show. All um, that's down there in the description. Yeah, engage with our with our tweets. Um, yeah, comment. I I would love to read comments of what you guys think of this episode. Mm -hmm. Engage with us. Talk to us. Join our Discord servers. Comments about maybe Sonic Glory missed or I uh, episodes you want to see in the future. I think that it's all yeah. it's all fun, all fun stuff. We don't have a Patreon yet, but we're working on one. Oh, we will. So. <laughs> Keep an eye on that in the future if you want to support us financially, um, mm -hmm. especially with everything going on right now. Yeah, we, we don't have any money. Support. We sure don't because you work freelance events and there's no events over five people anymore. Nope. So, yeah. Um, once again, I am asking for your financial support. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's enough self-promoting at the end of this already very long episode <laughs> so thank you for sticking with us thank you this has been breaking the lore this has been nissa this has been sewa <laughs> bye bye <laughs>